0: Blob Talk Radio. what could be.
1: Again, coming at you over 5,000 watts of friendship for reaching all four corners of Equestria, touching down everywhere from Sweet Apple Acres to the Crystal Empire, you are tuned into Canterlot Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. It's me, it's me, it's the good old MC, my chick, and it's the first Wednesday of October, October 2nd, 2013. Folks, I hope you're ready for another wonderful installment of Canterlot Radio, especially because we've got so much to talk about. We talk about the brony that got fired for Little My Little Pony, and we feature Neil Caster from Draw Ponies, in the brony spotlight so get ready for two hours of awesome music news and content that makes the brony community so cool you are listening to canterlot radio here on blog talk radio Was the phony brony remix of Rainbow Licious, Spike in Love by 174U DSI, and The Ultimate Sweetie Bell by Alex S. I think an awesome block of music to kick off this awesome program. But as always, coming at you over 5,000 watts of friendship and reaching all four corners of Equestria, that's touching down everywhere from Sweet Apple Acres to the Crystal Empire, you are tuned into Canterlot Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. It's me, it's me, it's the good old MC, Mike Check, and it is Wednesday, October 2nd, 2013. And I'll tell you what, folks, I'm excited. We've got a great show planned for you today, but of course, before we continue on, we've got to kick it over to our sponsors, because without them, there is no, there's no show. Of course, our first sponsor, DerpyHoovesNews.com, producing the finest My Little Pony news, media, and fan-created content that you can find about a pony who is cross-eyed and has bubbles as a cutie mark. DerpyHoovesNews.com. Mimico, producers of the My Little Pony USB flash drive series, including Princess Twilight Sparkle, Rainbow Dash, Rarity, and now available in limited editions, Derpy Hooves, an all new Pinkie Pie. So all we're missing is a Fluttershy Shine Rarity and Applejack, and we've got the main six in flash drive convenience. Chaotic Brony, producers of some of the finest My Little Pony jewelry around. ChaoticBrony.Etsy.com. And of course, TrotCon, June 20th through, June 20th through the 22nd, 2014, in Columbus, Ohio. Registration is only $25 until this upcoming Monday, October 8th, so be sure to register for TrotCon, and you can find out information on how to register at at trotcon2014.eventbrite.com. There are still slots open for the Sponsor Badge, the Earth Pony Tier, Pegasus Tier, Unicorn Tier, and the Alicorn Tier. Awesomeness, I know. So anyway, folks, I hope you are having a Greek a gre- week, a Greek week, a Greek week, you know, uh Vita Viti Pony. That's awesome right there. So anyway, folks, you know, it's been kind of a quiet week. You know, I'm just, I'm just going through the newspaper right here. Let's see what's going on. All right. Muggle J Fox's new show is success. Awesome. SVU had an awesome season opener. Yep. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. What the? The government has shut down? The government has shut down? Guys,
2: this is a code red. All units, we have a code red. red. attempt to move or we'll be shooting ourselves. I am so
1: happy I paid extra for the Code Red overacting sound clip. I think that was money well spent. However, despite this government shutdown, Carole Radio is still going strong and bringing you the very best in the world of My Little Pony music, news, and exciting content. However, while we are still going strong a good chunk of america and jobs on the federal level have become stand standstill thousands have lost their jobs or you know or have been told to go home and we're talking everyone from the IRS to many of the national amusement parks, like Yellowstone and Jellystone, which makes it perfect for Yogi and Boo Boo to get no more picnic baskets. So they are unfortunately not smarter than the average congressman. And while that is kind of funny to joke about, thousands have been Shut down and have been told to go home, and our hearts go out to everyone who has been affected by the shutdown. You know, Sean Hannity said that this wasn't a big deal. Well, Sean doesn't work for a government institution, so he still has his job. We're talking thousands who have just been told to go home who are not receiving money, who are not getting paid to support their families. I would say that's a pretty big deal. And, you know, a lot of those affected could be bronies just like us, just like you and me. And they're being told to go home. We have no work for you. The government has shut down. And this is the first time in 17 years that this has happened. The last shutdown was in 1996. And I, I don't want to get political on you guys. I'm not I'm not a political brony. But shut down of this magnitude for particularly stupid reasons that's a big deal, Mr. Hannity. So I think maybe you should retract that it's a no big deal thing. Now, of course, there are a lot of people who have been outplaced by this, and a lot a lot of bronies have been outplaced by this. So if there if you can help them even talking to them to, to keep them motivated because we hope that this will only be a temporary shutdown and we'll be able to go back to work real soon. So if someone needs your help, even a talk, help them out because that's what we go not saying as us as bronies. If someone's you know hurting from this, do do what you can to help them because this is a really big deal so if you can help someone then I would do it and even just talk to them talking does help a lot so we pray to Celestia above that this shutdown is temporary and does not drag out for many many weeks but since you know, since Congress is turning into a uh, three-ring circus, eh, that might be a might be a wishful thinking. So, again, our hearts go out to all those affected by the shutdown. You guys are the backbone of America, and we pray that this isn't a long-time plan, and that whoever is negotiating the stuff, will get their butts in gear and get on to getting these fine people who help keep this country afloat back on the working line and in the workforce. So anyway, moving right along, last week's Pony Poll, we asked you guys, and this was pretty much a hot topic, who is your favorite cutie mark crusader? And this was a really close one between two ponies. But the one pony that pulled out ahead with 40% of the votes, I believe you all know as Scootaloo, Scoot -scoot Scootaloo, Scootaloo. In second place with 31% of the votes is Squeaky Bell. Okay, okay, Sweetie Bell. Don't want to get yelled at again. Got yelled at for calling her squeaky bell last time. So, sweet bell. With twenty-four percent, Apple Bloom came in third. And in last place, five percent for babseed. Seed. Really? Five percent for babseed. Seed? I personally liked babseed. Seed. I personally liked her. So so how can she only get five percent of the votes? Well, anyway, that's what makes The Pony Poll, so cool, we give you guys a voice. And you guys tell us what's what in the MLP universe. So anyway, this week's Pony Poll, and because we posted a photo of this on our Facebook page earlier last week, and it's drawn actually a lot of controversy. A lot of people are for it, a lot of people are against it. Will you be playing the My Little Pony trading card game when it hits shelves this November. So head over to canterlotradio.com right now to take part in this week's Pony Poll and make your voice heard each week through the Pony Poll. The My Little Pony trading card game. So we don't know what it's going to be like yet. It seems like a cross between Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic the Gathering. But we'll have to get someone from Interplay to come on the program and explain to us how the Mechanations of this game actually work. Because I'm kind of curious about this. I I was a big card game player when I was younger, so I'm kind of curious how this will turn out. Well, anyway, on to the awesome music here on Canterlot Radio. And before you decide to turn off that remote button, a reminder that coming up later on in the second half of the program, it'll be an all-new installment of the Brony Spotlight with Draw Pony's own Neil Wacaster. We're going to talk about his fantastic artwork, and recently being featured on Equestria Daily for producing the 400 million page view banner that was featured on their front page a couple weeks ago. But anyway, moving right along, Forest rain to catch a falling star here on Canterlot Radio on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> we Arr, that be Looter Pirate by Carbon Maestro featuring M.E.M.J. and Ily Monty. Yarg, Yargh! Yo-ho! And... Arrgh! Sorry, when you when you hear a song about a pirate, you, you, you gotta start doing the Yarr! Yarr. Before that was Pwn 3 with Moon, Calabi Sound with Gator in the Tub. What's that in the tub? It's a gator in the tub. And Forest Rain with Catch a Falling Star a dedication to the memory of Kiki Havivi. We miss you, Kiki, and we love you. This is Caroline Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. It's me, it's Mike Chuck, and it is Wednesday, October 2nd, 2013. So, of course, as always, it's now time for our wonderful news segment where we get you caught up in the world of My Little Pony news and information with the news table. Bringing you the latest news in the My Little Pony community. It's the News Stable, and now here's Mike Check. This is the News Stable for Wednesday, October second, two thousand and thirteen. Mike Check here, bringing you the latest news in the world of My Little Pony. I, I promise soon we'll we'll have new versions of those. And it's just that, I think those have run their course, so we need some some new ones. Anyway, uh, one of the stories that is highlighting the week: an anonymous adult male fan of the show My Little Pony was until recently working a regular job to support his family and posted a blurb on reddit.com to alert other like-minded adult fans of the show, called Bronies, that he was fired for admitting to his coworkers that he was a fan of the series. His employer told him that his interest in the show made others, quote-unquote, uncomfortable, but the legality of the firing may be called into question. Ironically, he told a story using very adult language, which has been posted on CNN.com, And you can check that out, of course, in the show notes on kinchalottradio.com forward slash episode 28.html. So, here the story is a man has been fired from his job for being a brony. Now, I don't know much about, you know, union rules and, and, and labor laws and stuff, but I think that's discrimination. And, of course, you can say, well, my chick, he wasn't fired because of his race, because of his ethnicity or his sexual preference. He was fired for being a brownie. That's true. However, that still could be construed as discrimination. He made, quote-unquote, workers, quote-unquote, uncomfortable. And I like using, quote-unquote. But this actually has become a real hot button topic discussion in the burning community this week being fired because you like my little pony that's ridiculous i mean you have to watch the show and and this is what gets me about people who make fun of people for being bronies or liking the my little pony fandom you automatically assume that it's because for kids that that makes you creepy And I will admit, there are aspects of the fandom that can be construed as super-duper creepy. Like the Cupcakes fanfiction. That's creepy. The fact that they made a Lear plushie with a hole in the back. That's creepy. Some of the inappropriate photos of ponies in sexual activity. That's creepy. But for the most part, normal bronies do exist. That's just a small subculture of the fandom. And to be discriminated by for making people feel uncomfortable about liking a show that teaches acceptance. And there's the irony in it all. He was fired for being un- for making people uncomfortable about, a, about liking a show that teaches you about acceptance and friendship. That's, that's an irony right there, ladies and gentlemen. And I think that that's ridiculous now, this is of course, it's not officially confirmed. This is posted on a reddit page, so unfortunately, unfortunately, you can't you know verify it if it is true. I would like to get in touch with the man himself to bring him on the program and talk about what has gone on and what has happened following his termination from his job. And I personally think this is a black eye. My Little Pony isn't, you know, yes, there are a lot of adult fans who like My Little Pony. I'm an adult and I like My Little Pony. But you can't fire someone because they like something. I mean, that's like firing him for wearing, you know, beige pants. I mean, some people don't like beige pants. You're going to fire everyone who wears beige pants from their jobs? That's like firing someone for being a Democrat in a Republican-oriented position. I mean, okay, maybe that's a bad example. But that's like, okay, let's say your boss is an atheist and you're a Christian. He can't fire you because of your beliefs. You cannot be fired based on your ethnicity, your religion, your sexual preference. So why should you be fired because you like My Little Pony? I mean, there are worse things that you could be into out there. And while I admit that some of those things should probably stay at home and not enter the work scene, I think being fired because you like a kid show Is just one of the stupidest things I've ever heard of. My supervisor likes Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 80s Ninja Turtles. I don't see him getting fired. So, again, we will continue to bring you an update when we have it available on the situation of this poor brony who has been wrongfully terminated from his job because of his likes of My Little Pony. And that just that just burns me up, you know. We we live, you know, we live in a progressive world where we're finally accepting people for who they are, and then something like this happens. Amazing. Anyway, uh, moving right along to uh to happier things. Hot Topic has just announced the next wave of fun co finals for a release date of next Wednesday, October 9th. If you ever wanted to have Octavia and DJ Pwn3 as vinyl pony figures, now you can have them. They will be released on October 9th and have a value of sixteen fifty. So, if you ever wa- Wait, wait. Wow. Did you guys know Octavia's last name is Melody? Wow. Octavia Melody. I, li- I like that. That's, that's a good last name. So, if you do want a Funko vinyl... You can now pre-order at HotTopic.com for $16.50 each. Now, I know there are various uh, coupon codes out there that you can uh, use, um, and we'll post them on our Twitter at, at Canterlot Radio because we think that this is pretty cool. You can actually get these for, like, the price of one with a certain coupon code. We don't have it right now, but when we find it, we will post it on our Twitter page at Canterlot Radio. So make sure you follow us to find out how you can save big, on Octavia Melody and DJ Pwn3 vinyl collectible My Little Pony figures when they hit Hot Topic next Wednesday, October 9th. I might pick me up DJ Pwn3. We may pick may pick a couple up and give them away on the program. Who knows? Oh, And also, uh, also I want to remind you uh, that you have a 1 in 24 chance of your figure being a glittery clear variant, which, is, of course, applies to both in-store and online purchases. So if you pre order now, there's a good chance that your Octavia or Vile could be one of them glittery clear variant ones. And those are awesome. Octavia Melody. Really? That's her last name? Hmm. That's a that's interesting there. What do you guys think? Octavia Melody. Octavia Melody. I think it's, I think it's a nice name actually. Octavia Melody. Well, anyway, moving right along, if you guys have not heard, the Toy Hall of Fame has just announced 51 toys. I'm sorry. Let me try that one more time. Apparently I was uh, misquoted there. The Toy Hall of Fame has just 51 toys in it over the course of 12 years, including major names like the Lego and the Game Boy. This year, 12 new finalists are aiming for the top, with My Little Pony battling out against classics like Ninja Turtles, Chess, and Pac-Man. This year's winners will be announced on Thursday, November 8th at 10.30 a.m. If you want to toss your two cents in, they do have an online poll. And if you do want to uh, enter that, all you got to do is go to ToyHallOfFame.org and vote for what toy should be a finalist and considered for the 2013 Toy Hall of Fame. So the choices are Bubbles, you know, the blowing kind, Chess, Clue, Fisher Price's Little Men, the Little Green Army Men, the Magic Eight Ball, My Little Pony, Nerf Toys, Pac Man, The Rubber Duck, The Scooter, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <sighs> wow that's a actually, actually actually a pretty good tough choice there. I mean, of course you gotta support My Little Pony, but I mean who didn't play with a Nerf Toy when they were a kid? And, and the Rubber Duck is is any staple of bath time and Ernie. You know, Rubber Ducky, you're the one. And then you got the Scooter, which I probably won't vote for because I rode one of those and I fell and hurt myself bad. Ninja Turtles, again, awesome. Wasn't really into Little Green Army then. I mean, everyone used a Magic 8-Ball. But then everyone loves blowing bubbles. There's chess. Ugh, man, it's kind of kind of a tough choice. So head over to ToyHallOfFame.org to cast your vote for who should be considered for the 2013 Toy Hall of Fame. You can vote for My Little Pony if you want, but Mike Check here thinks you might just have a hard time picking a choice because there are so many great toys, so many great memories from your childhood that are up for consideration. So, folks, that's going to do it for this installment of the News Stable. This has been the News Stable. Tune in next week for the last news in the My Little Pony community. Back to you, Mike Chuck. Can I, can I just say once again that I find this disgusting that a guy was fired for being a brony? Can I, can I, am I wrong for thinking that? I'm not. Good. Good. Again, you know, why don't you fire everyone for liking Pokemon, or Yu-Gi-Oh, or anime, or, or, or those who actually like the nanny? And this is nothing against Fran Drescher, but she is just so freaking annoying. That, eh, if I don't see that one more time, I'd probably knock myself out. Because if anyone's going to be in that amount of pain, I want to do it by my own hand. Anyway, uh, moving right along, Wisp with Rebirth here on Canterlot Radio on Blog Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. And that was, bring that, no, it was not, it was Back to Life by Synthus, Phony Brony with Chi-Chi and My Love is No Disguise, Wisp with Rebirth as well. And you are listening to Karen Lott Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. It's me, it's me, it's the good old MC My Chick, and it's Wednesday, October 2nd, 2013. Forgive me for my uh, shuffle dialogue, we've just been talking with our fans on our Twitter page at Canterlot Radio about the idea of being fired from your job for being a brony. And we actually got a couple we want to share with you guys. From Nathan Barlow at Shikari Speeder. Honestly, it is stupid because I like anime cartoons, and then people fire you because you like a show. It's really pathetic. Mm-hmm. From Derby who's at Derby underscore MLP underscore. I have the same reason. I don't tell my coworkers, even if they're close to me. From Private Stampede, Snowflake IRL, who is actually in the Army. I think it's unbelievable. I'm in the Army, and my battle buddies don't give a flying feather about me being a brony. Well, yeah! Sorry, cut off. Private Lightning Rocker at MLP underscore Lightning RK. Out as a brony and gay at my work. No problem. But sounds like employment laws are stronger in the UK. Would be unfair dismissal. Uh, Brian Olson III at Pone Elvier. I've been through that. In the end, it led to much safer and comfortable workplace, but going through it distraughted me. So the conversation the, the conversation is continuing on our Twitter page at Karen Lott Radio. We want to know, do you think it's right for someone to be fired because they like My Little Pony? We're always continuing the debate on our Twitter page, and if you tweet on our page, we might feature your comment during this program or next week on the show. But anyway, folks, enough of the sadness. It's now time for another wonderful installment of the Brona Tree Corner, where we feature some incredible My Little Poetry each week on the program. And this week, from Snake Man 1992 My Little Poetry, Shining Armor a very kind and loving mister who really cares about his sister he and twilight are very clever as well as best friends forever once cadence freedom from his spell they blew the changeling's all to hell because just as push came because just as push came to shove they showed the true power of love he married the niece of celestia becoming the prince of equestria he will let nothing ever harm her he is her knight in shining armor and that was my little poetry shining armor by snake man 1992 and if you have a piece of poetry you like featured on the program send it to us at cancel at gmail.com you know that's a really good poem i think that andrew francis would appreciate that so i will tweet that to him during our next block of music And coming up after our next block of music, it's time for an all-new Brony Spotlight, where we feature Draw Pony's own Neil Wicaster, a very talented My Little Pony artist. But anyway, into our third block of music. Helping Twilight win the crown, the Delta Brony Remix. You're listening to Canterlot Radio, here on Blog Talk Radio. (laughs) We'll <laughs> <laughs> be
3: But these days carry on And my life's not getting longer Why should I even Gone so fast, but every day feels like forever. Should I...
1: been listening to the awesomeness that is Gypsy Bard Piano, Instrumental Edition by Flutter Spark to Flame by Mercado Sound, When Home's Lost by Chic 927, and Helping Twilight Win the Crown, the Delta Brony remix by Delta Brony. And you are listening to Canterlot Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. It's Wednesday, October 2nd, 2013. It's me, it's me, it's the good old MC Mike Check, and it's now time for the next installment of a new segment we are doing on the program called Brony Spotlight. And this week, we feature Draw Pony artist Neil Wacaster, who is best known for his artwork that has been featured on We Love Fine and Equestria Daily. So enjoy, and we come back, another wonderful block of music leading into our letters to Celestia. You are listening to Canterlot Radio on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Back to another installment of Brony Spotlight, where we highlight everyday Bronies doing incredible things. Now, in the world of My Little Pony fan art, there are thousands upon thousands of different artists contributing to the fandom in their own unique way. However, I noticed one Brony who has contributed in a way so cool that he has been featured on We Love Fine and Equestria Daily more than several times. You may recognize his 400 million view banner recently featured on the Equestria Daily website. He is Draw Pony's own Neil Lacaster. Neil, how are you doing today? Doing very well. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And I want to thank you for taking time to do this interview with us because I, I was going through some of your artwork on your uh, DeviantArt page, which we'll link into our show notes at canterlotradio.com forward slash episode 28.html. And I got to say, I'm very impressed with some of the artwork you've done. And it's just, it it is mind-blowing what what you've done and and how popular your artwork has become in the course of a short year.
4: It's crazy. I I would have never expected this a year and a half ago when I started drawing ponies in class.
1: So, of course, as always, we've got ten questions we always ask our guests, and let's start right now. So what got you interested in My Little Pony?
4: Well, uh, my story of getting into the fandom is not nearly as interesting as my story in the fandom. Uh, Basically, I just saw people talking about it on Reddit, and I was like, this looks kind of stupid, but I'll give it a try anyway.
1: I will not lie to you, Neil. I, I too, was the same way when I first saw My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. I was like, that's a girly program there. And then after a few episodes, how
5: did they they get into it?
4: Yeah, uh, after I watched, you know, uh, the first couple of episodes, I was like, eh, this is pretty good. By the end of season one, I was so hooked. Yeah, hooked on a feeling, and I'm high on believing
1: that I'm in love with these ponies. Hooked on a, okay, that's a, a Hasselhoff joke, let's get it out of there.
4: So anyway, who is your favorite pony? Rainbow Dash is the best pony, and I have, a, but but I have a very specific reason why Rainbow Dash is my favorite pony. You tell. One of the first episodes that I saw actually was uh, Read It and Weep. Because at that time, when you searched My Little Pony on YouTube, it was one of the first results. And uh, I actually connected really strongly with Rainbow Dash in that episode because I spent a lot of time as a child in the hospital reading, so... Well, that's that's a very
1: good reason to like Rainbow Dash. Uh, Kindred spirits, you and her. Indeed.
4: So how did you find your way into the Brony fandom? I have been a part of the Reddit community for a long time. And so naturally, when I started... Uh, getting into the My Little Pony community, I found the uh, My Little Pony subreddit and started tri- contributing there. And um, they directed me to the My Little Pony Drawing School subreddit, and uh, I actually learned a whole lot from them, and uh, and really, um, really started contributing there. So.
1: Yes. Well, of course, that'd be the opening door to uh, what I think has been, you know, an incredible year and a half for you. Uh, again, featured on Equestria Daily, and you've even submitted some pieces for competition on the We Love Fine website, which I think is—I don't
4: know, Neil—that's a pretty crackerjack, if I do say so myself. Thank you. I, oh man, I—I I was so close, so close to being in one of the slots on We Love Fine. Just ah, didn't quite make it, but uh, I was uh, the—it was only the first, the top four entries. That would be in the contest, and uh, my highest-rated one was around number seven, so it was well, really close.
1: Well, if you want my personal opinion, Neil, I think the Discord one was just simply awesome. I have no idea why. I have no idea who, who did who did win that. <laughs>
4: I don't know. I don't
1: uh, know. I oh, well, see, 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 see Neil, I, I can't go. Well, insert winning name here. It wasn't as good as Symphony of Catastrophe. That's that was freaking awesome. I don't care what you say. So see, we can't do now. So we gotta we gotta throw that out. So uh, anyway, what got you interested in drawing My Little Pony artwork?
4: Well, uh, I saw the incredible um, contributions to the fan the fandom on DeviantArt and on Tumblr and all of these uh, the, all of these amazing artists that you know I wanted to try to be like. Uh, at the time I was not very good at drawing art and um I wanted to improve so I started posting my artwork on Reddit and I got a lot of feedback and um uh, as my as my audience on DeviantArt grew I I switched over to uh drawing fan art and going to conventions full time so
1: yeah, Well it seems like you know you're doing a really good job of you know providing the community with some incredible artwork and you've drawn everyone from you know the Symphony of Catastrophe piece to Applejack as Batman.
4: Which I, know, I don't know how to, don't know how to approach that one, but yeah, that one actually um, got, was one of the most popular memes ever on MemeBase, uh, if I remember correctly. It got around five thousand upvotes.
1: Oh, na 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 Bat Jack.
2: <laughs> or would that be
1: Applebat? Batmare maybe. Well, no, because then you got to tie that in with the mare to well, and no one wants to tie in with that at all.
3: So, na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na,
1: bat-mare. Darn it, now you got me <laughs> doing it. Okay, so anyway, what goes into the process of drawing a piece of My Little Pony art?
4: Well, uh, every artist does this differently, but uh, my personal method is uh, starting with a traditional sketch, just... Uh, because I enjoy the the feel of actual pencil on actual paper, just my personal preference. And uh, then I will scan that and put it into Paint Tool Sai and spend about 15 to 20 hours coloring it and making the finished uh, piece that will go onto the posters and T-shirts for conventions and be uploaded to DeviantArt.
1: Now, I actually saw on your DeviantArt page, drawponies.deviantart.com, cheap plug, that you actually had one of your pieces approved, given the big hoofs up, by
4: Pinkie Pie's voice actress, Andrea Lipman. Oh, man, uh, she is so great. I was actually on two panels with her at NerdCon, so uh, just getting to know her in person was just fantastic. When I saw her again at TrotCon, I'd actually made a new Fluttershy piece, and I wanted to show it to her, and she's she like, oh, yeah, people have been bringing that by for me to sign all day. It's great. I, I I gotta tell you, Neil. You know, if she
1: if you're getting the hooves up from the voice of Fluttershy and Pinkie Pie, you must be doing something right.
4: Exactly. Well, I mean, even K-Cat, the author of Fallout Equestria, commented on uh, several of my Fallout Equestria pieces. said sh- said she liked them. So I was just like, Oh my god! Well,
2: that's
4: pretty cool. You're you're
1: doing all this artwork, and it's getting so much positive feedback from the Brony community. No wonder. No wonder it's so popular.
4: Well, I have just been blown away. Uh, I really appreciate everyone's support.
1: Aside from drawing, and, and when, we were, when we were first talking before the interview, I this blew me out of the water, you've also done a bit of freelance voice acting. And I, I know from one of them, is you're due for a Doctor
4: Who series. Could you tell us a little bit about your uh, work in voice acting? Oh, yeah, uh, the Dr. Hooves people, they are just fantastic. And also, to be clear, I'm not with the Dr. Hooves and Assistant radio play. Uh, It's a somewhat lesser-known Dr. Hooves play called uh, Dr. Hooves Adventures, which is produced by Pony and Abrax Productions and uh, plays on um, Celestia Radio. And it is so much fun. The main voice that I did for them was a French guard who – at the very beginning of one of the episodes uh it says Simon kazoo you've been taken all sides by hoofed troops. and uh i actually uh that was my breakout role in pony voice acting i beat out about 30 people to to actually have that tiny bit part and then uh then but even then i wasn't on the actual team uh they were just like oh well we'll send you auditions if we have some i was like oh no but the the writers actually came up with a new series called Daring Do Adventures. It had this nerdy male character named Herpy, and uh, they were like, you know that that guy who did that voice for us, we should we should see if he wants to do this because he would be perfect. And turns out, uh, I I auditioned for that, and got in. So that's it's just been an amazing experience.
1: Now uh, I, I I know this it, this is actually going to blow a lot of minds, but you can actually do a pretty good rarity, could you? Oh, well, yes, <laughs> oh boy,
4: yes, <laughs> darling. Oh boy. Oh jeez. How, how did that come about? <laughs> well, one of my great Uroni friends named Joshua Lee's does a series on YouTube called "The Sins of Friendship," and uh, he asked me to audition for the part of Rarity and uh surprisingly enough i did and uh i actually got the part which is so strange but uh yeah oh, it's so much fun i i love i love rarity and i love how over the top she is
1: yeah I, I know it's so weird cuz normally when you think of someone doing a rarity voice you think you know a girl <laughs> i guess except for ponies Out move where they had a guy do it and she got kidnapped by mexican extremists and and that whole Vila Revolution nonsense and hoop-a-doop. but now that you, I I can see with your voice, you know, you have a really weird range, and that's not a bad thing, my friend. That's 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 a good thing. Oh, uh,
5: it is indeed. Oh man, this is so
4: <laughs> Oh gosh, Twilight, I whatever happened to your coiffure? You must tell me all about it. <laughs> coiffure, co 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 that... Is that a fancy coffee? No, no, no. I think she means hair. I'm not sure. Yeah, kofir, cough drop, whatever. So, uh, anyway, your
1: artwork. Okay,
4: let's get back to this, because this
1: is the meat of the interview. Your artwork has been featured on Equestria Daily several times, including their recent banner celebrating 400 million page views. What, what is it you're feeling knowing that your artwork is being seen on the most popular My Little Pony? Web- Let's go there. The most popular My Little Pony website
4: out there, and it's being seen by thousands of thousands of Bronies all over the world. Oh, it's it's just incomprehensible. I don't even. I can't even fathom. It's it's ridiculous. Like they left my banner up for longer than I expected them to, and it was seen over two million times. And uh, you know, my my entire library on DeviantArt has been seen around. Three, four hundred thousand times, if I remember correctly. So,
2: <laughs>
4: crazy, crazy. I, I, I'm very grateful to Sethisto and Calpain for uh, letting me do that for them.
1: Oh well, if anyone should have a banner on the Equestria Daily site, it's us. But we would be happy if uh, you <laughs> would have one. I, I joke. I'm joking, of course. I, I couldn't draw to save my life. You know, Neil, you've got all this incredible artwork. It's, it's just mind-blowing. you got Fluttershy as a Pokemon trainer, Rainbow Dash in her uh, Wonder Bowl Academy vest. Is there any way that a, a schmuck like me could even be able to commission you to draw me a piece like that? Oh, absolutely. Um, I primarily wait, wait, am focused... wait, wait,
5: what wait. you What? You're te- wait, wait, wait. You're telling me
1: the guy who just drew the awesome 400 million page view
4: banner on Equestria Daily is open for commissions. (laughs) Oh, stop it. You, but uh, it's uh, the way that I like to see it. uh, I, I incredibly went from uh, only my friends seeing my, my artwork to having uh, this great fan base of around four to 5,000 people that see, that see my artwork um, on, on DeviantArt, on Tumblr, on Facebook. And um, the way I la- the way I see it, I would rather have uh, I-, I would personally rather have friends and fans, and so I'm always glad for people to message me, especially if-, if they're interested in showing me their artwork or interested in me making something for them. Uh, you know, I-, I love having a connection with my fans. Yeah, well, we will definitely
1: have to take up your offer and get a piece commissioned by you. For maybe we'll post it on the front of page of the Canterlot Radio website. No, oh, that would be awesome. Now, you uh, also have a Facebook group page where people can, you know, share their artwork. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash DrawPonies?
4: Yes. Uh, we have Facebook.com forward slash DrawPonies and Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash DrawPonies. Which we'll uh, link to in our show notes and post on our Twitter page.
1: of <laughs> course... You know, you do all this artwork, you do the voicing, and now you're also traveling to some major My Little Pony conventions and doing a very popular series of panels. So what are your next planned appearances, and what will you be presenting on?
4: Oh, sure. Um, if I remember correctly, uh, I have two upcoming conventions that I will be presenting panels at. I have um, I have the Running of the Leaves Con, which is in Denver, Colorado, and that is uh, starting... I believe, uh, end of October to the beginning of November. And then early in November, I have, um, what's it called? Nightmare Nights Dallas, which is, uh, that's going to be an amazing con. Uh, it's going to be huge. There's going to be tons of voice actors there. So uh, anybody is welcome to come and say hello. Uh, I also am going to have booths at both of those cons and at DerpyCon South, which is coming up this weekend. Oh.
1: So uh, so they want to meet and greet the infamous draw ponies. Neil infamous. Yes, infamous. I'm evil. Well, well, well. You also support Princess Luna, so yeah. <laughs> I'm joking, joking. So anyway, before we let you go, do you have anything that you would like to
4: say to the Brony community? Sure, absolutely. Uh, one of the things that I get asked a lot is, you know, how can I do what you do? And you absolutely can. It it takes all it takes is hard work and practice. And uh, if you would like to. Uh, go to conventions if you would like to do panels All you have to do is ask it's, it's amazing The community is so receptive to new people
1: But of course, like you said It's not easy if it, Again, if it was easy, everyone would do it So it takes a lot of commitment And dedication and practice To become you know, an incredible artist And who knows Someone listening to the Brony Spotlight Might just find the uh, encouragement Needed to be the next Draw Ponies well, let's, that hope, would be let's awesome. hope it's not the next draw ponies, because we need only one draw ponies, because if we had two draw ponies, that might tear the time, fabric, doodad apart. But then it might open a
4: portal to Equestria and the Cookieverse. The Cookieverse? <laughs> what is the Cookieverse? Apparently you've never heard of Cookie Clicker. Apparently I have not. No, don't, don't. It will it will consume your
1: soul. Anyway, uh, Neil, thank you so much for joining us on the Brony Spotlight. Guys, check out facebook.com forward slash draw ponies, facebook.com forward slash groups slash draw ponies. Check out Neil's DeviantArt page, drawponies.deviantart.com. And you know what? Why don't you go and give him a follow on Twitter at drawponies? We know we follow him. Neil, thank you so much for being our next candidate for the Brony Spotlight.
4: Well, thank you. I really appreciate it.
1: And when we come back from our final block of music here on Canterlot Radio, we're going to have another wonderful letter to Princess Celestia. You are listening to Canterlot Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. It's an easy not Do you know you're all my very best friends? And it's what
2: my beauty might me. Be, what my to mind me. What my telling me. my me. And it's what my human
1: Is telling me. You know, I wish I knew what my mark was telling me. Just a microphone. Uh, I could be anything. And you're listening to Carol Out Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. It's me, it's me, it's the good old MC, Mike Check. It's Wednesday, October 2nd, 2013, and we are getting ready to wrap up another wonderful installment of the program. Yay! Well, anyway, folks, it's now time for us to open up our mail sack and dive into another wonderful letter to Celestia. And this week, we learn a little bit about lasting love that always lasts. And it's by a pony named Leia Crescendo. And she writes, Dear Princess Celestia, My high school sweetheart and I have been together for years now. In those years, I have learned so much. Our loyalty and honesty means that we trust each other. All the laughter, generosity, and kindness we have shared strengthens our bond. Lastly, He has taught me that love and friendship can be combined and make a magic that is unique and powerful all on its own. Your faithful student, Leah Crescendo. A short letter, but it has a very strong message. Friendship is great, but when you find that special someone in your life and it's not done through magic or some kind of potion by your your students who want to get you together with a pony against their will and you end up in a hole. some reason, and all he says is, schmooby-doo, then you got something special there, my friends. Because true love is very hard to find, especially in this world. So if you find someone that you think is your soulmate, don't let go. Or at least, you know, at least go for it. Because trust me, when you're in love with someone everything is awesome. You know, those those love songs, and I, I remember this with a girl that I still have feelings for. Uh, the Beatles' And I Love Her. Whenever I hear it, I think about her. She's kind, she's talented, she's beautiful, and she makes me so happy. Now, of course, love, don't confuse love with friendship. I mean, friendship is great, and love is fantastic, but If you have feelings for someone that doesn't return the feelings, then that's maybe a sign that maybe she's not the one. Or he's not the one. Man, lousy 21st century. And you got to take that chance. You got to take that chance on true love. And once you have it, man, everything just is so much better. Now, I'm still looking for that specials pony in my life. But I'm sure I'll find her. I just gotta find her. Well, unfortunately, folks, that's gonna do it for this installment of Canterlot Radio. I want to thank everyone that has made today so incredible, despite the fact that the government shut down and we had a code red.
2: All units, we have a code code red.
1: Okay, and I swear that's the last time we're gonna play that. So I just gotta get the last of, I gotta get the last one out of me. I love that code red. Well, anyway, before we let you guys go, I'm talking to you, Cole the Pony. Stay where you are. We're not done just yet. I want to remind you guys that right now we are currently holding our first ever Nightmare Night Cosplay Contest. Do you have an awesome My Little Pony cosplay that you just think is head above shoulders? We'll enter it in our Nightmare Night Cosplay Contest, and you could have your costume judged by My Little Pony Friendship Magic storyboard writer, M.A. Larson, and My Little Pony book writer, G.M. Barrow. First off, like us on Facebook at Carole Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Canterlot Radio or subscribe to us on YouTube at Canterlot Radio. And what, it's not essential, but we would appreciate it because we're putting a lot of work into this. Second, email us a photo of your My Little Pony cosplay to canterlotradio at gmail.com with the subject Nightmare Night Cosplay Contest. And of course, it also helps to tell us a little bit about your costume, you know, who it is, what your name is. We're going to feature these on our Facebook page. So we want to, kind of want to know some information about it. Third, your entry must be received by October 25th at 12 o'clock midnight. And we will announce the winners of our contest during our Nightmare Night special on October 30th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Blog Talk Radio. Now then, my check, what could I win if I entered this contest? Well, we actually have three incredible prizes. Third place, you'll get a Funko Pop DJ Pwn 3 or Derpy Who's Vinyl Figure. We will pre-order it for you and have it sent out when it hits shelves November 15th. Second place, you'll get your own copy of the My Little Pony Elements of Harmony guidebook. But it will also be special because it will be signed by the book's author, Brandon T. Snyder. going to pick up a copy and get it autographed next weekend, by the way. And our grand prize, a Chaotic Brony custom-made Nightmare Moon necklace with a back engraving of your choice. If you want to have your name engraved on there, if you want to give it to a special pony in your life, you can have it engraved with whatever you want on the back. This is a very nice necklace that would make any bronies' day. And again, the winners will be picked by judges M.A. Larson and G.M. Barrow. So head over to CarolotRadio.com. To find out how you can enter the awesome My Little Pony Nightmare Night cosplay contest, because I guarantee it's going to be awesome. Well, unfortunately, that does it for this installment of Canterlot Radio. I want to thank you all for tuning in and making this awesome. Be sure to like us on Facebook at Canterlot Radio, follow us on Twitter at Canterlot Radio, and take part in this week's pony poll. Will you be? playing the My Little Pony trading card game when it hits shelves this November. Head over to carolotradio.com to take part in the Pony Poll and make your voices heard each week through the Pony Poll. Well, unfortunately, folks, that's going to do it for this installment of Carolot Radio. This is my chick reminding you, wherever you go in life, friendship is magic, and we'll see you next week.